everyone. I'm Jensine Bard, and welcome to Testimony, where truth is told, lives are changed, and hope is given. Revelation 12:11 tells us that we overcome by the blood of the Lamb and the word of our testimony, a testimony of your story for His glory. Ladies and gentlemen, it gives me great joy to bring to you at a National Religious Broadcasters 2020 convention in Nashville, Brian Sanders, founder of Hope Media LLC, his project, Why Stand with Israel, The Hague of Jerusalem. Brian Sanders, welcome to Testimony. You've got the microphone. Tell us about why we should stand with Israel. Well, first off, Jensen, thank you so much for having me on the program. Such a blessing. I love what you're doing to testify God's goodness and faithfulness throughout the earth. And what a blessing this is to the body of Christ and to encourage him. Um, well, the Lord several years ago put it on my heart that a majority of the church isn't really standing with Israel. And I wondered why that might have been. As I was celebrating the Feast of Sukkot, which is the Feast of Tabernacles, I wonder why this wasn't being taught in the church. And it's not to condemn the church in any way. I don't know all the reasons behind it, but for the church that loves God and loves all the things that God loves, we should be standing with Israel, but that's not really the case right now. We have a majority of the church um, into a replacement theology, which replacement theology says that we have replaced Israel and the chosen people, his people, the Jewish people, and that God is done with them. He's moved on from them. But we know in Scripture that in Numbers 23, 19, God is not a man that should lie or change his mind. And why should we be twisting Scripture? If he said, they will be my people and I will be their God, that is contrary to God's word. And so when we look at Scripture from Genesis to Revelation, God talks about no other nation more on planet Earth or in his word than the nation of Israel, approximately 2,400 times. But I notice it's like there's a little disconnect within the church on why they're standing with Israel. God clearly says in his scripture many times over how much he loves Israel. He calls him the apple of his eye, his treasured possession. And in the church, we are known as the bride of Christ. Well, we have something in common with the Jewish people. God says in Isaiah 54, 5, he's talking to the Jewish people, his people, their maker will be their husband. Sounds like something we have in common. You know, we're the bride of Christ. He's a husband to them. Well, we've never really heard much of that in sermons or in Bible colleges, but we have so many similarities with the Jewish people. And so God is an eternal, everlasting God who makes covenants that he cannot break. And I believe in this hour, when we're seeing so much anti-Semitism, anti-Israel rhetoric, God wants his people, his church, to stand with his people and his land. We made a covenant with both. And so that's our heart to educate and remind the global church of its biblical responsibility to stand with Israel. Amen and amen. How did you come to love Israel and the Jewish people? You're not Jewish. Exactly. Um, I'm grafted in just like you are, one that's not born Jewish. is one from the nations. And according to scripture in Romans 11, we have been grafted into this olive tree, us being the wild branches and the Jews being the natural branches. And Israel is looked as this olive tree that Paul talks about that we have been grafted in. To me, that's the family of God. That is God's full redemption plan. And he goes on in Ephesians 2.15 where he talks about the one new man, where Jew and Gentile come together. 
But the Lord put it on my heart several years ago. I was celebrating the Feast of Sukkot, which is the Feast of Tabernacles. And I started wondering why, why don't many other Christians celebrate this? Because it's clear in Leviticus 23 that the feasts are not the Jewish feasts because a lot of people will ask me, sir, are you Jewish now? And I said, well, according to scripture, I'm, I'm grafted in. And they said, well, you're celebrating these Jewish feasts. And I said, well, according to Leviticus 23, they're the Lord's appointed feasts. So if he's our Lord, we get to partake and celebrate it as well. And scripture says that we get to celebrate it from generation to generation. And I think there's a blessing when you follow those commandments and when you bless Israel. Genesis 12, 3 is, is clear about blessing Israel. I will bless those that bless thee, and whoever curses you, I will curse. And through you, all the nations will be blessed. He's talking about those that bless the, the nation of Israel and the seed of Abraham. For us that have been grafted into this family, we're part of that family. Now you are a writer, producer, and director. Uh, you've done a lot of work with the Christian Broadcasting Network over the years and other media outlets. You have your own company, founder of Hope Media LLC, and you just finished a phenomenal documentary on The Hague that I believe was shown at The Hague. Can you talk a little bit about that and then bring us into your latest project, Why Stand with Israel? Absolutely. Uh, a couple years, a uh, couple years ago, the Lord uh, introduced me to a, my a friend uh, named Jack Vandertank, and he was seeing something happening in his backyard in the Hague, Netherlands, that's not being talked about in the media. About we hear all the anti-Semitism and anti-Israel rhetoric coming from the United Nations, but in the Hague, Netherlands, a lot of people don't know that the Hague is not just a city, but there's courts there that can be more detrimental than the United Nations headquarters. The Hague is also the second highest seat in the United Nations. There's two courts there, the International Criminal Court and the International Court of Justice. These courts can affect uh, world leaders, individuals, and it also talks about land, occupation, borders, territory. So you probably have an understanding where I'm getting with that. Israel has been known as an occupier. There's false uh, misconceptions that they're an occupier of Palestine, they're an apartheid state. That's contrary to the truth of God's word. If you don't believe God's word, look what the nations did when they came together on May 14th, 1948. There was a vote that started from the Balfour Declaration to the British Mandate and to the UN Partition Plan that the nations came together and they voted to give the Jewish people their national homeland. So we're seeing a lot of anti-Israel rhetoric you hear in the news all the time, but we wanted to raise this awareness to the body of Christ, the watchmen on the wall that pray for Israel day and night, to say that if we hear anything that's contrary to God's word, we need to be standing up, rising up, and defending that. And so that was the purpose and intent of that film. So the Hague or Jerusalem film was screened in the Hague, Netherlands at the Jerusalem Prayer Breakfast. Uh, what a blessing. Former Congresswoman Michelle Bachman was the keynote speaker. There were parliament members, there were Israel Knesset members in attendance, and the opportunity to share that and even promote what we're doing with the Why Stand with Israel film. And so the Why Stand with Israel film is a part of a series, and we're on our first one, and it's called A Film to Change Hearts educate or inspire the global church and to get them lining up with God's heart and what God's word says about Israel and the Jewish people. One thing that the Lord has shown me in this is to fully grasp God's full redemption plan, we have to include the Jewish people and the nation of Israel. And if we don't, I believe we miss it. 
Amen and amen. Yeah. As you said earlier, alluded to earlier, I will bless those who bless you and I yes. will curse those who curse you. It hasn't gone well with anyone, any nation, any tribe that has come against Israel. That's a historical fact. Yes. Now, where do you feel we are, Brian, as far as end time prophecy? All the nations will gather against Israel, but then Jews of every nation will make their what is known as Aliyah. They will return to their homeland of Israel. Talk a little bit about that and where you see us in history, where you see our Jewish brethren in history. That's a great question. Um, as you uh, mentioned in Zechariah, it talks about one day the nations will all come against Israel. Well, we're seeing a lot of that today. Psalm 2-1 is very clear. Uh, why do the nations rage? And that's another film, like a part two, that we're, we're going to focus on since the first one is the target audience is the global church. We're certainly seeing the nations rage. You, anytime you turn on the news, there's always an, an anti-Israel, anti-Semitism attack on Israel. There's resolutions against Israel more than any other nation at the UN. I mean, there's North Korea. Uh, there's Syria that's creating genocide, but here Israel, who's known in the Bible as a light unto the nations, has more resolutions against them than these other nations like North Korea, Syria, and others that we can get into. When you talk about Aliyah, that it's also scripture in Zechariah, in Jeremiah, and in uh, Ezra as well, and Ezekiel, um, we get to partake. And as it talks about in Isaiah 48, about bringing the sons and daughters of Israel, the Jewish people, that we're talking about the diaspora Jews that have been scattered throughout all the nations. And right now, that's happening. We're seeing more and more of the Jews coming from all the corners of the earth coming. I mean, they haven't come in their fullness yet, but we're seeing that. And the body of Yeshua, body of Christ, is helping that. But we want to... We want to inspire them how we can bless Israel by helping them return to their homeland, the land that God gave them. And so we want to be this encouragement. We remind them that when we bless Israel, we'll be blessed. And we can do that with our thoughts and lining our, our, our hearts with God's word. Amen and amen. Well said, ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to Brian Sanders, founder of Hope Media LLC, his latest project, Why Stand with Israel. In our remaining time here today, Brian, will your film address the Palestinian issue, the Palestinians who feel that Israel has stolen their land? Absolutely. We share in a timeline about how Israel became a nation, you know, how God fulfilled the prophecy of Isaiah 66. Can a nation be born again? So we share how Israel became a nation, not just biblically, but we share historically. As I said before, on May 14th, 1948, that's when Isaiah 66 was fulfilled. And then you hear this all the time, that God is not a respecter of persons. Well, that is scripture, but he's also a sovereign God, a God that cannot break his covenant. He's a covenant-honoring God and Father, that he can't break it with his people nor the land that he made a covenant with. And so we're seeing a lot of rhetoric from the Palestinian Authority that's come against Israel and saying, oh, we're, we're oppressed, we're, uh, the way we're treated in Israel. Well, let's look at the true facts. We hear that they're an apartheid state. Are they really an apartheid state? That's all based on the South African crisis if we look back in history. If they're a true apartheid state, why would they have Arab or so-called Palestinians in the Knesset where they make the nation's laws, you know, it's their parliament, their congress. They also have a uh, Supreme Court justice that is Arab as well. So they cannot be an apartheid state. 
to answer that misconception, so to speak. We also hear another misconception that they're treated unfairly. Israel actually supplies water and electricity to Gaza and other Palestinian locations in, in Israel. They also provide humanitarian aid. And when you see on the news the fire, the rockets being launched from Gaza, or the fire kites, or the tires, or Mazda cocktail bombs, when they're being attacked, the IDF, or Israel itself, is providing uh, humanitarian treatment to them from their oppressors, from their enemies. What nation does that? And I can tell you wh why that is. In the Bible, they're known as uh, a light unto the nations. And this also goes back to an old Jewish uh, motto, so to speak, called Tikkun Olam. And that means to better improve or repair the world. Look at all the marvels coming out of Israel. I mean, they're leaders in technology, medicine, science, irrigation. I mean, they're providing irrigation in third world countries like Africa that has helping them boost their economy with their farming and agriculture. I mean, they're, they're providing cures for cancer. Why? It's because they believe in the God and the gift that they've been given to be this light onto the world. Ladies and gentlemen, you've been listening to Brian Sanders, founder of Hope Media LLC. His soon-to-be-released Why Stand with Israel, whystandwithisrael.com. Email Brian at brian at whystandwithisrael.com. Brian, thank you for taking precious time to share the significance of why it is important to stand with Israel. We thank you. God bless you. Shalom. Thank you so much. It's been a pleasure. And thank you. And God bless you as well. Shalom. Testimony is a global broadcast made possible by the generous contributions of our valued partners at Jensine Bard Ministries and you, our listening audience. Together, we are reaching souls for Christ one testimony at a time. If you would like information on how you can support this broadcast with your tax-deductible gift, please visit us at jensinebard.com. That's one word, J-E-N-S-I-N-E-B-A-R-D.com. And join the conversation at our Facebook page, Testimony with Jensine Bard. Thank you for listening, and please join us again for Testimony. Testimony.